transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Off and the clock has started. 007. Ah! Uh-huh. Scares me every I not time. only scared myself, but I scared none of you, I, I imagine. You guys were no, I, I, I was spooked. Oh, thank me you. Too. I, I was also, not by my own volition, but, uh, you know, sometimes it's like when, when a wind when wind blows too hard and it hit, hits you right in the eye and you start tearing up. You're like, I'm not crying. It's just the wind. <laughs> But then like your friends are standing to me, next to you, know? and they're like, "Who are you crying?" Yeah, exactly. And then somebody like slugs you in the arm. God, I hate that feeling. Uh, anyway, this is an episode of Under Further Review. Uh, this is episode number seven. Uh, you can't see that because this is an audio uh, audio 007. format. But I held up my hands in the numbers of seven. It, we double or double o seven. Has yeah, anybody seen the, the new double o seven yet? Yeah, this is the No Time to Die review. Podcast. Extreme it's spoilers. A, you got suckered into it. Yeah. <laughs> I rather good. enjoyed it. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Nice. Solid conclusion to the Bond arc or Daniel Craig arc. That's, you know, uh, Lucas mentioned it because he saw it a little bit, but he said, like, so it sounds, I mean, it sounds like they're definitively moving. Like, they're just going to, like, you know, do what they have always done and, like, you know, double start seven, all over. We'll just start over with a new person as bond or whatever are the rumors true that i heard someone say there's going to be a a female bond well there was a female bond in the movie it was not a bond it was the code name 007 oh okay that makes so they didn't like say oh this is no uh jeanette bond or something no she just hi my name's jeanette bond (laughs) (laughs) jamiswa we try to like make that her new cast right it's no longer bond jane James Bond. It's hi, I'm Jeanette Bond. <laughs> hi, a newscaster voice. Hiya. I think hiya. Hiya. <laughs> Maybe she has a Wisconsin accent. Fun. Oh, geez. I'm Jeanette Bond. Don't you know? <laughs> All right. Well, this is not. Oh, uh, this boy. is not a Bond podcast. You know it. We know it. We're talking about fucking playlists. Okay. We have. We started off. We. A few of us have already aired some of our some of our guilties, some of our our you know dirty laundries. Perhaps our our more hidden tracks. I mean, we uh, could have we could have done this as a Bond podcast where we each did <laughs> our five favorite Bond theme songs. I mean, you could actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but today it's we it's time for Dusty and Jameson to air their uh, not like. I mean, it's just guilt. It's guilty laundry, really. I mean, is it just like a, la- a piece of laundry that has like some poo poo on it or something? Is no, it's laundry. laundry. <laughs> it's the laundry you leave in uh, the washing machine because you're too lazy to get up to change oh, it over, no. and it gets all smelly and mildewy. So you have to just no rewash joke. it. No joke, dude. This like I lived with two pieces of shit for for like a, about a year, <laughs> and. Like one of them left their fucking clothes in the wash and it like literally just like started. I had no idea what was happening because I barely was there. And 
it was like it just it eventually stunk up the entire fucking like ha- part of the house that it was part it was so associated gross. with and then the dumbass just tried to fucking dry them <laughs> like oh like it was like nothing and it fucking stunk up the dry it was weird it's it was anyway mad beef there but <laughs> once again i would say that's a dirt bag kind of move and sure i, I sure <laughs> i think that kind of takes us right to where dusty thinks it's headed right into the first track of your podcast my friend or your playlist Sorry. my friend we got teenage dirtbag by Huitis. Huitis. <laughs> so why is it classic yeah this just gets you gets you right in the bone right in the bones oh yeah this is classic shitty one hit wonder Dude. year 2000 I think they literally made this song for the movie loser with Jason Biggs. <laughs> yeah, Biggs classic. Because <laughs> if you ever watch this music video, it's like, there's that time where you would have a, a, like a heavily featured song in a movie and the music video would feature characters in the movie and scenes and shit. Yeah, that's right. That was such an early 2000s, late, late 90s thing. But the, yeah, throughout the video, there's like Jason Biggs just being a nerd. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I wonder if that's true. This song, I mean, dude, I banged this song as soon as it was on your playlist. I was like, I fuck with this. <laughs> oh, it's it's one of those things where I think it was a few Christmases ago when we all went to Wally's because it's Christmas night. And I, went, I think I went on the Touchstones and put this song on like three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things you have to do. Like, and if you ever do karaoke somewhere, this is one oh. of my go-to songs. Dude, I've never done this song as karaoke, but I definitely should, man. Fucking hell, it's, that's yeah, a good idea. Especially at the end when the, the girls, when Mina Savari's part comes in, she's singing. <laughs> This is actually Shayna's go-to karaoke song. I've never seen her do karaoke and not do Teenage Dirtbag. I think I've discussed this with her before as well. (laughs) Probably. Uh, What are the general reactions to Teenage Dirtbag? So I had like totally forgot about this song until I saw it on the playlist and I was amazed by how annoying the guy's voice is. (laughs) Like it is just... Uh, relentless how <laughs> annoying his voice is but it's like I mean it totally fits the bill of a early 2000s pop rock song so yeah Totes. It, it, it's Caleb yeah. what about you? you you loved it didn't you well there are two things that I really fucking hate one of them you guys already know about but those two things are pop punk and karaoke so <sighs> <laughs> I'm glad y'all are smiling and having a good time, but I'm going to go outside and not be a part of it. I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. <laughs> it hasn't aged well for you, eh? Nope. It aged like a jar of jankum. Mm, so perfect. Well. Yeah, but yeah, but that's actually some, that's the direction you want, right? No, I'm not. I'm not retro-minting. Pop that lid off and tell me that stank ain't good. <laughs> Smell that jank. It's not. At Old Heart Radio, we do not endorse Jankum use, by the <laughs> no. way. Just throwing that out there. Not until we have our own brand of Jankum. Mm-hmm. That we can Everyone give has their own brand. I like where this is headed. I like where <laughs> we'll have personalized different uh, flavors. <laughs> what have I done? 
Berry crunch, man. Berry crunch. Oh, God. Uh, Oops, it's all berries. Oops, all berries. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. No. We, gotta, we gotta divert. We gotta Corn divert. Corn flavor. Anyways, I really Corn, like this song. Corn. Yeah, dude, you got the teenage, you got the feels from it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like it. However, Jameson and Caleb are definitely going to... This is... So this guy's voice is what I imagine all pop punk sounds like to, to Caleb. Because it is it is really grating, and I don't like his voice. It's accurate. Pretty terrible. But, I mean, it's a classic 2000s pop punk song. Of course, I like it. Some goats. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, Dusty, you mentioned that it was like possibly tied to the movie Loser. Uh, it reminds me of um, there's this like sh- uh, Sugar Colt song that's like it like totally tied to the music video is all about like Van Wilder or whatever. Oh yeah, it's like See, definitely from that same that, era. That was such such an odd thing to do, but it worked, I guess. I guess it worked. I can't t- can't tell if Nick's frozen or if he's just making a face. <laughs> he's doing statues. He's no, frozen. he keeps freezing. Oh, am I freezing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> face. Oh my God. Jameson, did you put this on at work, by the way? The teenage did, dirtbag? Did I turn it on at work? Yeah. Did you? Would I turn? Well, I mean, it's not offensive enough to where I would be afraid to listen to it with us so sure yeah i I could see this being played at work but this isn't something i would choose to listen to if it came on you'd let it you'd let it i would let it play through for sure i think you should just leave this playlist on all day one day at work well it gets weird (laughs) not as much weird as probably lack of dignity <laughs> Who needs dignity, right? Dignity's a thing of the past, man. I got these. <laughs> uh, well, what about? Okay, let's let's dive into the next song, man. So we got Ben Platt. You will be found. So this is well, this is from the musical uh, Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know if you all went and saw that as soon as it came out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, nope, no, <laughs> no. What's it about? Um, it's kind of dark. It's about this kid who's like a tropey movie anxiety or musical anxiety, you know, like can't talk to anybody bullshit. And then he, he basically, he, he broke his arm and this kid who's like also like a fuck up and drug addict, former drug addict, decided to sign his cast for him. And then the, the kid killed himself the next day. And, and like part of this guy's thing is where he has to write notes to himself. And he's also like obsessed with this guy's sister. And so he kind of mentioned her in there. And so it made it seem like this kid who killed himself wrote the note to the main character and his parents found it and thought that that he was his best friend for some reason. Cause like, Oh, we didn't know you had friends. And it's just this whole web of lies that just unravels where he, builds this fake friendship and he's honestly don't touch on this but he, he's a sociopath Dude, <laughs> like, that's fucking gnarly where he ends up then dating the sister and it's just yeah in a different context like if you frame that in just slightly different lens like a slightly different lens that becomes a horror movie 
Yeah, if you like, take out the musical, and I think somebody recut the trailer to make it seem like a music or a horror Was there movie somebody piece. thumping their chest at some point in the movie? <laughs> <I don't think laughs> so. Like Marky Mark of Fear? <laughs> but it's based off a, a musical from 2016, and it was like the biggest musical of the time. What's funny is the guy who, this Ben Platt guy plays the main character, he's actually 30 trying to play a high school senior. Oh, I love that. That was like the Riverdale same thing rules. with Tokyo Drift, I think. Yeah. And it's because he was like the original guy from the musical on Broadway. So they're like, oh, we'll bring him back. But no, it was a catchy, catchy musical tune. It does have, uh, it swells, you know, is it definitely, uh, it's a, uh, I don't know. It gets you in the feelers at the right moment. I'll say that, man. Like I had, like yeah. I had, like a listening through this, you know, a few, a few different like points in the day and whatnot. Like sometimes it just hit, it hit you, it hit me a little bit. I was like, I appreciate yeah. that, Ben. <laughs> I appreciate. It. I always appreciate your musicals just from doing them but, in high school. So I, I tend to like those show tunes a little bit more just from being a part of them and understanding what goes into that stuff. Yeah. That's a good point too, man. Uh, yeah, that's a that's cool. I, th- I thought it was a decent a decent pick on there. What about the rest of you, though? Oh, they're gonna eviscerate this. I think Dusty summed it up perfectly last episode when he said Jameson hates this theatrical <laughs> bullshit. And, <laughs> yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head last week, and I'll just <laughs> add it right into this one. I mean, Are you uh, sure you didn't play this at work for all your? Paul, my blue collar co workers. <laughs> no. That's the perfect setting for this, though. They don't I think like it show would, tunes? I think it would ramp them like everything is just on such high level of pissed off right now with vaccine <laughs> mandates and stuff. If I put this on, <laughs> there would be some like fucking people on the floor getting beaten up and it would just be bad it would be really bad you would you will really be found piss dead off on the floor <laughs> the playing well, maybe of this song somehow sparks the fucking like the purge the apocalypse the empire apocalypse <laughs> the church scene in kingsman <laughs> michael douglas in what was that postal or falling oh down oh my god dude <laughs> Yeah, was it, it's falling down, right? Falling is that down. the name of that movie? That movie yeah. is fucking nuts. Uh, what about you, Caleb? How about how about you? Um, I I'm not like a huge fan of musical theater, but it's definitely something I appreciate because, like, I mean, especially when it's live. But anyway, um, that's not really applicable here. Um, I thought it was it was like pretty and well performed, but really fucking sad. And I remember like being like, oh, I'm kind of worried about Dusty. I hope he's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, not my not my cup of tea. Um, but well, not bad. It's it, fine. See, you just open yourself up to that experience. Yeah. Uh, what about no. you, Nick? Did you open yourself up? No. No, <laughs> I closed myself the fuck off. <laughs> what What's your beef with this song? I, it's show tunes, man. I, I'm just not a fan of show tunes. Like, there, there's a couple I like. I mean, Jesus Christ Superstar is super good. That's honestly the only one that comes to mind right now. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of Broadway style show tunes. As much as I do love that theatrical bullshit, this is, this is the wrong theater for me. <laughs> this is the wrong theater. Fair enough, man. Yeah, it does, like, I don't know. 
like I said, like it just hit me at hit me at, at different times, you know. But I'll say this, man. The next track on the list is always something I can jam to. What for sure? Was it? Was it Dusty? What's the next track on the list? Oh, Macy Gray's hit "I Try." Oh, dude, there's just something about Macy Gray's weird voice. <laughs> she sounds like she like just drank a bunch of milk, and she's kind of like at the milky throat. Oh, gross. You know what I'm talking about. I love she's, that. Yeah, totally. Milk throat. She's got that phlegm rattle. Yeah, but it works. She's a sassy, you know soulful woman i just think two things this song this song's legit oh where'd nicka and he froze and with died and i can't i i always have to like plug macy gray's awesome cameo in the first spider sam raimi spider-man movie (laughs) what was she She's playing at this like giant fair event in the movie in the movie where the Green Goblin attacks, <laughs> and it's like oh, is all that centered- the, the parade. Yeah, it's all centered around Macy Day giving like a performance. Yeah, <laughs> it's legit. Now but- this song takes me back to like 2001, maybe when it came out. Yeah, watching in, watching TRL after school. Mm-hmm. But it just oh, cuts man. deep. Was Carson Daly just doing that? Catchy. Still on MTV yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> I think they played this a lot that did, uh, right around September 11th as well when they didn't want to put real content on MTV, so oh they were just playing God. music videos. Just I try over and over again. Do that or like, you know, fucking Nickelback. Yeah, that's that's very strange. Uh, I would not predict this as a good September 11th song, uh, just off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Some would debate that. But. Yeah, I feel like it's. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, what do I want to say about this song? Definitely nostalgic. Lots of, I mean, it got so much radio play when, I mean, that's when, like, that was all you listened to was the fucking radio or MTV or stuff. I hadn't really formed my own musical choice at that point so you heard this song a lot but uh it's not i'll say it's not a bad song it's fine did you put this on for during the pre-riots at your work (laughs) yeah i could maybe this would calm everybody down a little bit soothe everybody just a bit Mm -hmm. just a touch just a yeah just enough Maybe they could try to, to deal with the mandate. Dude, there's the boy. I feel like, Nick, what do, what do you feel about uh, Macy Gray's I Try? Uh, this is the, the one song on this playlist that I just kept coming back to because yeah, this boy. song is excellent. I can't help it. Like, you, how, how can you not like this song? It's, it's Macy Gray. Her voice is wonderful. It's just a, it's just a nice little song. I like it. Mm-hmm. Soothing. I love it, Caleb. What about um, you, though? I, it's fine. Do you too. like that like, milk throat? Um, that's a horrible thing to say to anyone. Give you some ah. milk throat. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. Um, yeah. I, I, 
See, that's how I felt too, Caleb. Because yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say you. I don't like it or I do like it's just uh, like indecisive. This is an indecisive song. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah, nostalgic. Um, it actually always makes me think of The Office because uh, Andy sings it, and um, I have to <laughs> I have right. to I have to say I liked his cover better. Um, yeah, like the Ed Helms version. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Um, uh, Macy's awesome. She's like she, she she's super unique, and you can always tell it's her. But um, if I if I'm being real critical, which I always am, um, I feel like, at least from what I've heard, I'm not saying she isn't capable of like doing a lot more, um, but I feel like she kind of coasts on like, I have a unique voice. I'm not really gonna, but it's also her style too, like to kind of be a little, you know, pulled back and smooth and whatever. But I don't know. It's just like, do something more like, look, <laughs> Explore your range. What do you got? Like, who do you, who do you think would win the fight? Macy Gray or Tracy Chapman? Dude, Fast Car is a real, real banger. No one gets Dude. that because on the next guilty pleasure, I'm taking Fast Car. Dude, it's yours, so, man. I, I, I'm I taking was, it. I'm with the only reason that, I put this song on here because I heard it in Safeway like, a month ago or whatever, and was like, God, I forgot about this song. What would uh, are you talking about the are you talking about Misery Business by Paramore? No, I, I, Macy Gray's I try. I know I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> that would be Macy Gray is oh, a great it's a great it's a great, it's yeah. a great produce produce perusing oh, track. Shit, I forgot about that song. Fuck, we lost Jared. No. Uh oh. Wait, he's back. Is he yeah. back? It looks like I'm back. Well, yeah, <laughs> everything's kind of off and on, getting a little strange. There's like a, it's there's kind of like a quasi. It's getting kind of windy over here for, for a little mm. it seems like but yeah. um, anyway uh yeah i don't know man i like i said i i don't mind this track whatsoever but what uh but mentioning paramore the next track dusty i will say was the first time i've ever intentionally listened to paramore that's <laughs> like it's too like, bad yeah, I, I guess I guess I've just never like I there was all that hype when they were around for the most part and like it was something I just like I, I guess I just like I just let it I just let it blow right off of me I was like I'm not <laughs> not digging in I'm not taking the bite but that's but, kind of actually how I felt when they first were around but this but song I will say this song uh, though definitely is like it sends you right back to that time frame you know what I mean which is strange for like never. I mean, I'm sure I've heard like I've heard it before. It sounds really familiar when I when I first listened to it and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. Paramore. It's a yeah. guilty pleasure. I I, it, I can feel. That's I, exactly I what that. this song is. Misery business is just catchy, dumb pop punk. Yeah. Is this the kind of pop punk that Caleb likes? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. I will say this. Um, I've seen Paramore live. I think oh. that. Uh, they they played a you know they played a good show they did their thing I didn't enjoy it um, <laughs> never was never have just to make it clear <laughs> um, I thought that uh, Haley Williams is kind of a douche um, I will give them some credit though because uh, their their version of this bullshit is better than Olivia Rodrigo's version of it just essentially just a <laughs> direct ripoff. Yeah, but anyway, but she gave him song credit. So. Yeah, she had to. She paid him a lot of money. Um, 
but what is music without influence yeah yeah i mean it kind of goes to show like how it's kind of it is a classic song from that time but that i was i was born in the wrong time i wish i was like in high school like nowadays because i would be exposed to better music but whatever anyway i'm ranting no i don't like it um (laughs) i don't like pop punk i don't like paramore um she's a good singer it's got some really great melodies in it but it angers me because it is so catchy it gets stuck in your fucking head and then it just lives there and i'm i'm a little angry at you right now dusty but not that's exactly why it's a guilty pleasure (laughs) that's like the entire definition of that yeah for sure i would say this is my favorite on your list and i honestly i i listen to this song semi-regularly so yeah it say whatever like yeah, yeah it pops up a lot of my playlists and i'm like eh, i'll just yeah. keep listening and um i too have seen paramore live they played warp tour the last year it was at the gorge and oh. their guitar player his he had like an orange half stack and it kept cutting out like the entire set so <laughs> it was just like like there's no guitar for almost all of their set which was pretty disappointing but um <laughs> yeah. but no i i really enjoy this song and i i always have even back in the day when it was not trendy for our group to say that we would enjoy this i still liked this song back then so well they, i mean they fit right in with like you, i mean uh band on your on your list James. oh yeah and, uh, and on yours yeah totally like that's that's what i mean it's just like like they like they're very representative of that like i would say like in, in pop emo music yeah pop emo, and it's like paramore um fallout boy and panic at the disco is like the yeah. the holy trinity say. <laughs> yeah. of scene girl pop, yeah pop, for pop. sure Nick, what about you, man? What, what, are you a are you a Paramore uh, Paramoreite? What are they called? What are the super fans called? I, I, I have no idea. I wasn't aware that was a thing. I don't know <laughs> either. Um, uh, I don't think this song belongs on this playlist because there should be no guilt at all. Oh, I didn't have yeah, a relation to this at all. This, is, this song is just a pleasure. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually hear it until like maybe five years ago for the first time. I didn't hear it when it was coming out and I was like, oh man, this song's fucking good. I didn't know who it was. I didn't know it was Paramore. It was just a really cool song that kept coming up in my like Spotify listens or whatever. And somehow I avoided hearing it for like the 10 years that it was out prior to that. But it's a really good song. Yep. Super catchy. It's just a good one. It lives in your head like a... Deeper Roper. You know, thumbs up some sort of like parasitic worm it's like that thing that they put that Khan puts in the the years of the star trek crew in wrath of Khan. it's a <laughs> it's a date i don't know how us. you how you missed i haven't it. seen that movie since yes. i was a child i don't know how i missed it either man i probably feel more attached to it if i did but yeah like i like i said i mean like i just remember back in the day like it just like i don't know like i knew like yeah anyway i don't know missed me but what about the next track, guys? So the, I just, I was, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, how some of you guys are talking about not being like a guilty pleasure, Paramore not being a guilty pleasure. Like, that's how I feel about this next track. Mm-hmm. Like, Once in a Lifetime, Talking Heads. Guys, yeah, I guess I, it's not necessarily a, a guilty pleasure, but 
I'll, I will dispute that fucking... because <laughs> I've always I've liked this song for a long time, and I always thought it was just a good song. And mm-hmm. so there's like I was at my sister's once we were having a barbecue and this came on and about halfway through everyone at the barbecue turned to me and like what the fuck is this song this is horrible i fucking hate it <laughs> so much shit but i i'm right with you there dusty this is a great song i very much enjoy it i like um what is this it's like david i can't remember his last name but he's like the talking heads guy Oh, He's got a couple other really good songs, like uh, Psycho Killer is a really good one. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I always like this, the weird, like, commentary narrator voice in this song. Yeah. Like this, I don't know. I, I, it's like this, like, not like lazed, but it's just like an unenthused sort of like presentation to it, sort of. And I, I've kind of, I, like, I've recently particularly really been digging it, but I think it kind of stems from like having listened to this song, like, you know, multiple, you know, just in iterations, but from for so long, like, I kind of like, re- like referencing that vocal style. It's sort of just like, I don't know, something that kind of, like, kind of hits home for me. Like, uh, are there like, many other that, artists with that kind of style? Dude, check out Proto Martyr, man. Proto Martyr, like the only thing I could think of that might have been equivalent would be like short skirt, long jacket by Cake. Okay, but he's like, this is way more enthusiastic than Cake. Yeah, totally, and it's way more enthusiastic than like things you'd find with Proto Martyr. But Proto Martyr is more of like Mm -hmm. a modern version. It's like it's like this over like post punk, like interesting, like. But like, like the dude, this like who's singing that is just like completely unenthused. Anyway, no, it's not unenthused. It's just like a different style. Anyway, the, I really dig this track. J- Jameson, come on, you 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 gotta you gotta think that this like this has got to like have a place somewhere with the with the guys at your work though. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, just, I, this is I a great this, way to test tracks. <laughs> this would probably play. I would think so. I mean, I don't know though. I mean, pop country for 90% of the hanger is really the the ideal music so maybe well, not everyone yeah <laughs> gotta hit him with some more Luke Combs yeah <laughs> I'm sure Kill the up. song plays once a day like on the Quake or whatever like on the classic it does. station so yep, that's true. actually this is this is where my opinion of this song comes from um, when I first when I first discovered rock and roll I didn't really have a whole lot of access to it and I was like, man, this kind of music is sweet. And the only way I could really find new stuff to listen to or like, you know, not new stuff, but where I could like discover new like classic rock type acts was either on the Quake or on the Rock 106.7. Yeah, which isn't Matchy. even a station anymore. Nope. It's a Hispanic station now. Yeah. And I don't. Well, I mean, the reason 106.7 failed as a, a radio station is because they never actually played any goddamn rock and roll. They would play like Air Supply <laughs> and The Carpenters. And songs like this, but it's not rock and roll. To me, like my 13-year-old brain or whatever it was, thought this was the most bullshit style of music that could have ever existed. (laughs) So I I acknowledge that this is a good song. However, this that little that whole style, like that that whole side of music from that era, just just really irritates the shit out of me because of because the Rock 106.7 did the one they couldn't do the one thing they were supposed to do. Damn you, play rock and roll. 106.7. Yeah, they ruined the talking heads for me. Fucking fools, man. I I mean, 
uh, I'm kind of with Jameson's family at the barbecue. I was like, what is this? <laughs> it was unenthusiastic and I was unenthusiastic about it. And um, as you guys know, I am not a fan of that, like uh, spoken word testifying kind of thing. It's like, all right, let's just sing something or it's an instrumental. I don't want to. I don't know, unless you got some real cool shit to say, like, all right, is most deaf telling me some shit right now? No, it's talking heads. I'm sorry. I, I, I've been drinking White Claw. I'm feeling a little sassy, but you're just, laying down the law. I was, it just didn't do it for me. How was chants? How, how are chanting songs better than this? I don't know. I'm weird. I'll be the first to admit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honestly, out of all of the, the, the whole playlist, I like this one the most because there are some cool talking head song they're a unique kind of thing and you know not my favorite example of them but yeah i'm not gonna totally shit on the talking heads that's fair <laughs> um okay well that brings us to the uh surprise guest track maybe <laughs> nick can introduce this one for us oh wait i know the sponsor hi everyone i'm nick uh, I have a music project called String Lights, and we've mentioned this about a hundred goddamn times now. So just go to my Spotify and listen to the docs. I'm not going to tell you again. Wow. I'm probably going to tell you again. That you went a lot it. smoother than last week's drop, Nick. Yeah, I had technical difficulties. Uh-huh, that's what we're calling it. <laughs> Listening to that really fucking cracked me up because i thought the whole time oh man his computer is really fucking up on this this sucks for him and then he did kind of freeze for a second there. yeah uh, so, so his there, brain froze zoom so i got confused because it was also like zoom was like tripping out too zoom and it was, was just like zipping weird. random people onto the onto the camera and i thought people were like trying to get my attention it's very strange <laughs> well you heard it here again get on the there docs. listen to the Do docs it. Get String my lights. play numbers up. Put me on your playlist so that I can be recommended for other playlists. Put me on a synthwave playlist because those are the only people that are going to like my bullshit. Synthwave. But don't get the synthwave razor. It bangs up, man. Again, I, I like it's got some energy to this song. I fucking dig it, man. I was like, when I was listening to this, oh, opening up the shop this morning and this song hit, I was like, yes, I'm fucking moving, man. <laughs> I was at the. I also, at I drank some espresso. Like, and by the time it came on, I was just like. <laughs> I, was I played the, the ending today, at a guitar center today uh, on a Strandberg, which was a very nice moment for me. Beautiful. I got to play one of my own releases on a guitar at a guitar center. Did they ask you to leave? Oh yeah, they did. They kicked me out <laughs> as soon as they heard it. They're like, nope, none of that. <laughs> they're getting, They're cracking down on guitar centers. <laughs> It's a conspiracy. Right. They hate string lights. Give me your word, your your best and your worst uh, on on Dusty's. I, I'll say my favorite's definitely "I Try" by Macy Gray. And uh, yeah, Paramore's coming at the bottom for me, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, top of the list will be Misery Business. Bottom of the list that fucking theatrical travesty. <laughs> Ben Platt? Ben Platt's <laughs> yeah. the bottom of your list? You will be found. Ben Platt's a fucking bottom. <laughs> he is gay. So. Oh, yeah. there you go. Maybe he's a power bottom. Oof. Is that a band? I'm pretty, I don't is, know. That, is that a genre? 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 
I don't know. Jean. <laughs> well, I'm well. gonna I'm gonna do my rankings now because what you got, Dick? We went down a genre rabbit hole, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna pull us out. <clears throat> um, top of the list, I'm gonna have to agree with Jameson as Misery Business because I just think it's a really good song. But with a close second of "I Try" by Macy Gray, because just it's just good. Um, and right down there at the bottom with Jameson again, no no Ben Platt for me, no more. <laughs> So this is easy for me, and it's not just me buttering Nick up. Um, the Docs is my favorite. By you like can't a pick lot. that one. That's, that's yeah, I can. I that's, can. That's a it's promoted a track. It's a track. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick the advertisements. You corporate shill. I, I'm a corporate <laughs> shill. I'm a I'm a string light shill. I don't fucking care. I'll admit it. <laughs> string light shill. It was the best song on the list, objectively. It has nothing to do with you, so don't fucking feel all good about it. I feel um, great. Good. Um, <laughs> absolute least favorite was Teenage Dirtbag. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> right at the top of the list. Um, I actually, uh, if if I if I'm not um, being a corporate shell, I would actually say, even though I don't love the song um, or just the style of music, um, Misery Business was probably at the top. What? What a oh, turnaround. It's, shit. it's, it's a good song, but it's just not my style. But um, it's, it's still not as good as String Lights. Dude, that's Trace. <laughs> Dusty, what about you, though? If you had to pick your tops on the and your bot and, and your least favorite on this list, what would you have to go with? Mm, least gonna be. I don't know. I don't have a least favorite. They're all good songs. Yeah, fair enough. It is your playlist. <laughs> <You know. laughs> They're all bangers. Least favorite string lights. <laughs> Piece of shit. This song fucking sucks. I was like Leaves listening to it. <laughs> I was saying earlier, I was, I was at the gym and I was, so I listened through both these playlists and I got through mine last and the, the docs came on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? When did I put this on? <laughs> and then I go, oh, because I heard the intro. I'm like, what? This doesn't sound familiar. And then I was like, all right. Can't yeah, do what you can't one. see, Rudolph, your red <laughs> nose piece of shit. All right, well, you're not the only guilty one tonight, Dusty. So, Jameson, guilty as charged. You better, you better, you better get get seat, get in the seat, man, because you got. Oh, I'm ready. You got some interesting ones on here, man. Get in that high chair. Um, so just starting off your playlist, Jameson, you dive in, you dive us in with "A Country Boy Can Survive" by Hank Williams Jr. Dude, I know that this song is not, it's not great, but I tell you what, anytime I'm doing anything <laughs> remotely redneck, this song is the first thing I play and it gets me fucking pumped. I, I'm not going to, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just my upbringing, but if I'm going hunting, fishing, drinking cheap beer, uh, making sausage, <laughs> anything. This, this <laughs> these are the song. redneck activities that pop into your head. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> making moonshine with some of my coworkers. This song is gonna get fucking played. Hell, hell yeah, man! <laughs> I'll say this, man. I immediately, for some reason, I immediately thought like the captain of fi- of the ship in fi- uh, in Firefly, man. Like this would be like his like secret jam. Like he played this in his like cabin by himself. It's like get himself like, pumped up for something. Like. He's like, there's reavers on the hull of our ship. I'm gonna go in my I'll go in my hold. Listen to this song. Like make sh- everything soundproof. None of the other crew can hear me doing this. But I'm just like, yeah. 
I love it. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I'll it's say Nathan Fillion too, so this is entirely yeah. believable. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. I will say this, dude. Like, this got some cheese on it, and you can smell it from a mile away. But I definitely <laughs> did not mind this song, though. It's got some really yeah. weird, Hell weird yeah. twang with it, man. That I just kind of got into. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Dude. <laughs> but that's just me. What about the rest of you guys, Dusty? What about you? This is a type of country I appreciate. Just the older style before it got so commercialized and just bullshit. Where it's just. Singing about country shit. Yeah. Dude, there's some so, flow to this song, man. I can get into yeah. it, but yeah, just singing about some country shit. Yeah. I mean, my family's from the South, so it, you know, it, it hits there. They're all hunters and all that shit. Yeah. Fair enough. Nick, what about you, man? You country? I like it. It's, it's Hank Williams Jr. So, I mean, once again, where's the guilt? Um, I, I will say some of the points like when he's singing like in his softer voice of the song it really sounds like Rex Shamley singing <laughs> yeah, he's not a good singer <laughs> he's really not Dude, but it sounds like call, though. exactly like Rex's vocals on oh Breakfast God. in America <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so, made its way onto the podcast I, I, I struggled I struggled with this song it's a good song I don't think there should be guilt but I, I hear Dude. I hear Rex it's very the, odd. The, the story that he tells of his friend getting stabbed in New York for 40 <laughs> bucks or whatever. Wanting to yeah, spit man. some beech nut in that dude's eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's it's so cool. fucking cheesy, but it's, it's fucking awesome. And I'll fight anyone who says it's not. Caleb, I'm, what do you say? I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm taking my shirt off to fight with Jameson. Um, <laughs> what? There's about to be no. some redneck shit about to happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm take your pants any... off. <laughs> oh, what you're I mean joining is... in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm fighting with you. Okay. No, never against you. Not like the oh. first time. Oh, we met. okay, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm pants back on everyone. No, I'll take mine off. I'm taking these pants off. There's, there's no guilt. Hank Williams Jr. is fantastic. I actually, um, when I first heard this song, um, I think my grandpa played it for me. And I remember, like, he would say all the stuff, like, you know, um, I can skin a buck, I can run a trot line. Um, and I was like, I need to learn to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I can. And I feel good about that. And I want to spit beech nut in someone's eye. The song's awesome. There's no guilt. And then you're going to shoot him with your old 45. Fuck yeah. It's I'll say this. Spitting some beech nut in somebody's eye does sound like a major power move. It does. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like an immediate, like, that person is immediately a bitch. <laughs> I will well, never reputationally recover from that. There's no coming back. Even if it was not witnessed by anybody, the world would somehow know. It doesn't. The world doesn't even have to. He knows. Yeah, I would. Exactly. I would imagine too that that would sting like hell because beech nuts are full of tannins. Dude, you walk with that shame. You feel that shame. You feel. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the next track. Okay, so Jameson, you kind of can sympathize. I mean, you saw I had Fallout Boy on one of my playlists, on my guilty pleasures playlist. But here, we truly have Panic, or Panic. At the disco. Uh, this would definitely be like their definitive fucking song that you picked, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I would say so. And I'm 
I'm not a giant Panic at the Disco fan. Like, it's not like I have their whole discography. This one, like, we've gone through in the other playlist. Like, I would consider this, like, a really formative song of that jar as we've touched on but this one holds a special place in my heart because i remember when this album came out i my i was at the mall with my aunt she was in town from seattle and i begged her to buy me this album (laughs) and i put it on my ipod and all of my friend like the guys were all over we were swimming in the pool in the summer and somebody was going through my ipod and found panic at the disco on my ipod and i just took like so much shit for weeks (laughs) from all of you guys for having this album to the point where i just had to lie and say my aunt bought it for my birthday and i didn't tell her to buy it for me guys so i had to lie about it because you like rex specifically gave me so much fucking shit and anytime my ipod was like hooked up to a speaker they would just turn it on just to laugh okay so um let me go ahead and go first if if you guys don't mind because i remember that as you were telling it i think i was the one who found it ah and started the the ridicule but of course you know rex is gonna drive that shit home oh yeah um but as has happened in many the occasion words are hard um uh i did not like this song back in that day (laughs) but it's really good and the brandon yuri he's a fucking amazing singer it's a really like interesting like kind of storytelling kind of song but it's got i'm surprised you like it so much because he's he's very like theatric you know Um, yeah and it's kind of it could be a musical this album i think but i actually i enjoyed this song so much that i listened to the whole album and i was like this is good so i apologize for making fun of you (laughs) (laughs) well hey I'll say this too, that in line with that, like I never got into Panic at the Disco back in the day. Uh, but this definitely has like some moments that kind of like you immediately kind of like get with like what they're doing. Like the vocal style is kind of interesting, actually. Um, I've never like followed up in, uh, on anything really like related, so I haven't listened to that whole album. But uh, I don't know. I, I guess I might maybe be interested that I just like just like the in enjoy like ingest it just to see what it's what it is so i don't know the shot not opposed to this i mean like like you said jameson this is kind of one of those like bands that hits that like sort of staple of the genre uh from there dusty what about you though man i so i always remember riding to school my sister driving me and my sister was like she thought she listened to punk music but it was mostly like Follow Boy, Panic of the Disco, Paramore, that stuff. So, but I always liked this song, and it was definitely always a guilty pleasure. It's just so catchy, and just the narrative of it is like catchy. So, but I was probably also probably secretly listening to it back in the day. <laughs> or I mean, like when when I go steal music from Troy's computer, 
Like Troy had no shame. He didn't give a shit what people thought. Troy was the love about him. Dude, he and had so, I'd be like, so much yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm just gonna take this. I'll just add this on here. <laughs> you know, this and there was so many other just bands like pop punk bands I added and like, well, this is all catchy stuff. But yeah, I like this. I prefer I prefer the Alex Melton version. I write I write sims, not tractors. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> version it, as well. It, but I always like you know, I, I'm not listening to a ton of pack of disco. Another song of theirs is like nine in the afternoon or something like that. That was kind of popular at that time. So, but I always enjoyed them. I'm just, I don't have shame anymore either. So I, whenever the, the soul, <laughs> this kind of like, Par- like Paramore will randomly pop up on just my daily mix. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to skip it. Fair enough. Nick, what about you? Would you skip or would you, would you indulge? I like the song. It's pretty good. I mean, I didn't have my emo phase until I was like 26. So like this is one of those songs that I just didn't know about until pretty recently. I mean, in high school, I didn't listen to anything like this. I was too busy listening to like European symphonic power metal to have any fucking clue what was going on in the actual music scene. But, um, just flew right by you. <laughs> I think I, I played in the actual music scene and still didn't know. <laughs> um but no this is it's a great song it is it it, it is very like i don't know it, it it's it's theatric it's it's a little over the top and it's in its arrangement but it's a fun one it's really cool and there's so many good memes about it so i like it alex melton did it better <laughs> i will say um Brendan Yuri, the lead singer, has been on a podcast, Your Mom's House, which me and Caleb have touched on several times. And the guy's fucking hilarious, too. He's seems like a really cool guy. And but I like this song just specifically. This is why I bought the album and I haven't really ever listened to anything else. Anything (laughs) else. Yeah. But yeah, I've always really dug this song. Fair enough. Didn't they, uh, at one point in time, they even had like some sort of crossover song with Fall Out Boy, I believe. I, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what it was, but or maybe it was like a music video thing or something like that. But either way. The Titans. Um, so that kind of brings us to like a different era of music. Uh, the, <laughs> which I'll say, kind of didn't, like, I don't know, this one kind of surprised me a little bit but new order blue monday like what what where'd this come from jameson yeah i i feel like uh nick and caleb both touch on um synth wave quite a bit and like it's really not my jar of choice at all but i don't know something about this song like i can always listen to this song and enjoy it and it's really fucking long and really repetitive but <laughs> it just has an energy i like and the chanting in it is like i don't know it's just a fucking good song like this song i feel like like there's like parts of the song that that like the ghostbusters were busting ghosts as ghosts to that we just didn't get to see on screen or something you know it was just like it's got this like weird like kind of funky energy and I just I don't understand why I like it, but like I'm definitely down with this with Blue Monday. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this could have been like an early 
I like I think myself going to like a rave in Berlin in the eighties and this coming on <laughs> and just enjoying the fuck out of it. Yeah. I'm down with that scene. <laughs> Nick, what would you would you be at that rave in at that rave in, in Berlin? I, I, I absolutely would go to that because there's no way I'm going to miss that experience. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, would you be in it for the Blue Monday? Not, not really. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you mentioned that 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 synthwave is not something you generally listen to, and I think by picking this song, it it really demonstrates that. <laughs> um, this is one of the things that inspired. This is one of like the building blocks that created synthwave is like as it is today, like some of my absolute favorite songs would not exist without a new order doing right. it first but i i don't like eating a cake by consuming a fucking bag of flour and three raw eggs i don't want to listen to the building blocks of synthwave i want to listen to actual good synthwave and this is this is not really it that reminds me of uh there's Charlie like a challenge McDennis. yes dude charty McDennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. I can. I guess I can understand that logic. You're like, I like where it's at now. I don't want to fucking listen to where it, where it started. But Dusty, what about you, man? Did you pop this on while you're like at the gym or something? Oh yeah. This. Whenever I hear this song, I'm instantly transferred back to Vice City, Ooh. and I'm mm. cruising the streets in bright Vice City. Just that, that or Scarface's. I think I don't know if this song was in Scarface or not, but it's just a classic like that where it's just that vice just vibe. Just yeah, I'm like Tommy Versetti fucking going on a mission, you know, mow down some motherfuckers. <laughs> and, but yeah, that or just Scarface and just I don't know, I always like this song. It's got a groove to it. I just don't have a collar that's wide enough for me to like really be like cool. <laughs> Like and listen to the, <laughs> listen to the song, you know. But I'll try. I, I gotta find one 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 day. White Caleb, blazer, what about you, man? black collar. Yeah, white blazer, gold chain, black collar. <laughs> you in that so, scene, like, Caleb? I I kind of like half agree with um, Jameson and Nick. Like I do prefer like where synthwave and retrowave is at, but like this kind of new wave stuff is is where it came from, and I do enjoy it. Um, I like the chanting. I like chanting. Um, I like chanting. Chanting. <laughs> uh, it is. It is a little long. Like it, it definitely requires like a certain mood. I think, but it's definitely something I enjoyed. And, but like as far as that stuff goes, that genre, um, I've always been a Depeche Mode guy. So, um, that was my thought. Was like, I was like, I wonder if Jameson likes Depeche Mode, because if he likes this, he'd probably get into that. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. I know of Depeche Mode, but I've never listened to a single one of their songs that if, I know of. If you like this and like the next song, I won't give that away, but I think you would enjoy it. So, yeah, I liked it. There it is. It's it, you got to pay homage to the OGs. Mm. Sometimes you just <laughs> sometimes you do. Sometimes you just got to turn the other cheek or move away or something <laughs> I, guess. The page. I don't know i mean like i understand that i understand that, like yeah i can understand like it's maybe like it's just like is it like too simplistic or something nick is it just like like what what about it kind of is just like ugh. uh not like lyrics, ugh, but you know what i mean primarily it's the vocals because i i really don't mind that really raw and unprocessed type of synth wave kind of like what this was mm-hmm 
but the the guy's vocals were just not very good. And I think they really detracted from the rest. Because I, I just listened to the song again, and it's 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 not as bad as I, I felt it was the first time. But that guy's voice really was just not adding anything beneficial to it. Fair enough. You guys like the chanting, so I don't know. Maybe it added something <laughs> for you. Maybe you felt that chant. <laughs> Maybe. Any, can we do breaking news on this segment? Because yeah, uh, breaking news. Because Alec Baldwin just yes. shot someone. What? Yeah. what? I saw that on I saw that on Twitter as well. Yeah, with a prop gun, uh, he shot and killed the uh, the director of photography on a new movie. Cold what? Buzz. Shit. Yep. Uh, that was very Hitman. Uh, Hitman contracts. That's actually a way to kill somebody. Dude, that's Where like okay. First, guns. say who did that again, really quick. Who Alec just... Baldwin. Okay, I was thinking Alex Trebek for a second, and he's dead. So <laughs> he's dead. So Alex Trebek <laughs> for vengeance. Just, uh, but um, wow, wow. that's uh jarring, dude. Jarring. That's yeah, it was nuts, jarring. It's a very strange headline to get at that exact moment. Well, trying to think about a synthwave. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, Jack Donaghy's got a good lawyer, man. Well, speaking of Alec Baldwin. No, that's fucking that nuts, us. man. Like that sucks. That property. Sorry, Kev. What you, you got? What you got? <laughs> I was just gonna say, since we're talking about Alec Baldwin, that leads us just perfectly into our next song, "Small Town Boy" by oh Bronski Beat. Sorry. <laughs> what does it have to do with Alec Baldwin? He's a small town boy. I didn't mean if he to, wants nothing. to be. If he was a poorly executed coup. I'm sorry, Jim. He's a he's a talented you're, you're actor. Good, he could play a small like town it. boy. Not anymore. He killed someone. <laughs> No, dude. He's... Oh, oh shit. Dude, okay. Uh, small Yikes. Town Boy, who did this song? Bronski Beat. What's the, What year did this song come out? That's what I kept wondering. I kept meaning to like, actually look at it, look at the information there. But this kind of like that New Order song, man. Like, I'm, I'm not opposed to, you know? I'm just kind of like, it's... Like if this played at that same rave at some point, like I'd be in, I'd be totally fine with it. Yeah, it would fit totally well. And like, yeah. So this song I heard, um, I'm sure I had heard it before, but um, I don't know if you guys watched that show Euphoria on HBO. Oh yeah, and this, yeah, it was great show. show. Super intense and jarring show, but um, but this. This song plays in like a really like it ends an episode on a really dramatic fashion. And I was like, fuck, this song's pretty fucking cool. And so I I've added it to my list. I've listened to it a bunch of times and Amy constantly asked me, why the fuck are you listening to this song again? <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's another one of those songs like it's not something that I would typically like, but I just I dig this one. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I don't, I'm not opposed. Caleb, what are your thoughts on uh, on the brown skibbit? So the I have the skibbit? same. I have the same question as as you, Jared. Like I was like, is this old or is it like a newer like, you know, is it? Yeah. A rehash of that kind of vibe. Just to be clear, I did look it up. It said 1984. This album came out. Okay. Okay. So, with this uh, hypothetical rave in Berlin that we're talking about. Um, I feel like I want to go because if, let's say, it's Bronski B, New Order, and Depeche Mode, like, it just, again, like, you know, it reminds me of that kind of stuff, and um, 
so I didn't find out until later in life, but this is like the kind of music my dad really like grew up on and listened to and a little bit more punk, mm. which is kind of weird. So it was like, like he's told me about these groups before. Um, <laughs> he sat you down and gave you the Bronski beat talk. Like, no, not exactly. See, like in a club in London, like the fucking Crack Fox or something? No, it was more like uh, Susie and the Banshees and oh, yeah. um, what's it called? Uh, the Cure was big and uh, Dio. Uh, uh, Fuck. Um, what's the one? They wore the weird hats. They whipped it good. Devo. 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 Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Have some respect. I'm sorry. Um, it, re- it reminds me of that stuff, and I like it. And again, I'm just gonna say, like, Jameson, check out Depeche Mode because if you're digging this alley, then yeah, this is right. alley, alley keeps going. <laughs> I'll throw it in the headphones tomorrow at work. Yeah, I like Bronski Beat. I, I haven't really, I've heard of them, but I never really like, listened to them. And um, when I'm in the mood for some '80s retro new wave shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them in the rotation. Fair enough, Nick. What about you, man? You you gonna you gonna lay into the Bronski? No, not at all. It's <laughs> a good song. <laughs> I, I I will say I didn't like the, the the vocals were were hit and miss, but I could really nail down when it was gonna hit and when it was gonna miss because it it hits so hard in the chorus, like with those harmonies, that little that yeah. soft vocal pad that with the with the voice. Oh, it was so good! But then in the verse, he just ruins it. <laughs> but like that, that those harmonies in the like the his soft like kind of falsetto like pad type voice when he gets up with the, like the two, two or three part harmonies is just so pleasing to listen to, especially over those like kind of hard raw synth tones. Well, it's a good song, Dusty. Did, when Jameson mentioned that the episode of that show, did did you know exactly what he was talking about with that scene? Yeah, I mean that that shows very fucked up but um yeah do, do you I, like this song oh yeah i enjoy this song it kind of messed up the song a little bit for me <laughs> when i had heard it in there but i don't know I, this is another song that just reminds me of fucking the 80s just vice city and all that shit and just if we were having like a training montage for our heist like for an 80s heist movie then be a good candidate. we yeah. could definitely groove to this song Maybe a karate, you know, karate kid status I could get from this montage. Oh, yeah. But it's a banger. It's, it's, it flows. Hell yeah. It flowed perfectly from the last song I got. I totally. Did. It's a good one, too. Uh, which makes the three kind of like a little bit of a different one. Yeah. The so, Life hard, is beautiful. hard turn here. <laughs> Life is Beautiful by L- Lil Peep. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But is this cat dead? He's dead. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know very much about Little Peep. Little Peep. I some, um, but Jameson, where this track come from? So I I expect everyone to probably hate this song, especially Caleb. But I don't fucking know why. Like, <laughs> there's some of these SoundCloud emo rappers they call that for some reason I just super dig, and this song is really depressing and um but but i don't know sometimes i get in that fucking mood and i just want to be sad boy and i throw this on and it it just hits all the right fucking chords and i i fucking i really like it and uh, there's i could have picked a couple different little peep songs or 
Um, what's XXX Tentacion is kind of in the same uh, jar and yeah. also dead. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I've I, it's not something that I would ever pick for myself. Like I would never think, yeah, you're gonna like this. But I fucking do. <laughs> Caleb, was that the case for you? <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna amend a previous statement that I made um, when we were talking about Dusty's playlist. Um, pop punk <laughs> is not my least favorite genre of music. Um, this kind of stuff is. Uh, uh, well, it, it's it's one thing when it's about like being, you know, a criminal and uh, disrespecting women and selling drugs and whatnot. But when Are it's you just talking like, about I'm, the hood life. Um, no comment Uh, (laughs) but when it's about like sadness and and all that like I can I can get behind that a little more because it's it's kind of more real and it's more honest but um, just the the style of music is just such a hard hard pass like (laughs) it makes me sad because it's like oh like I bet this guy was a tortured individual for this or that reason and he was using this music as an outlet which makes me feel bad because it's like I fucking hate it um, and that feels kind of rude or disrespectful to the dead but it doesn't matter it, it, does, it doesn't surprise me that these people are dead because well, they're really you... fucking sad and it makes me bummed that this is their legacy that's interesting I mean like it's <laughs> it's that took a we uh, interesting. I mean, I don't. Nick, what are your thoughts? I got to process what Gail just said. <laughs> it's like you're in a video game and you get a dialogue option from an NPC, and they're they're just like, I, I'm not. I don't have any more voice lines right now. I really need to think uh, about what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah. No. I, I I also didn't really like this song. I don't. I don't have strong feelings against it. It's just like. I'm pretty sure I've heard it on TikTok a few hundred times and not paid any attention to it because it sounds like every other song like that. I don't I don't know. It's not my genre. It's not my genre of music. So pass. Yeah. Gil, what about you? Uh, it's not for me. I, the only little peep song I've heard is like this collaboration with like uh like Follow Boy and it's a couple others. It's called, I forgot what it's called. But it's actually pretty catchy in that one. But I don't. I mean, I enjoy sad boy season music, and whatnot, which it is sad boy season now. The fall is hit. It, is that what it is? Once you hit sixty degrees, that's when sad boy season starts. Fuck yeah, posers! But, uh, I'm a sad boy all year round. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a but sad boy just in the summer. Too depressing for me. It feels like he's like battling a heroin addiction or something crazy. I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he died of it. That's <laughs> some sort Xanax, of deep, overdosed deep, uh, on Xanax, deep addiction oh, issues like, that he yeah. couldn't get through. Yeah, well, he, he really much. illustrated his point to you very clearly. Then, yeah, like I'm definitely like, how do I say this? I think this, like the the beat that's behind it, is fairly solid and it has some really good standout points. I don't like. Like you guys have all talked about, like his lyrics are incredibly depressing, um, which I understand is like him as an artist. Mm-hmm. That's what like they were, you know they were presenting or whatever. 
Um, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm conflicted because it's like I like I like one element of it, but I'm really just like I don't know if I'm like sold on the vocal work, particularly because like his vocals are just really bland, like all throughout the whole song. Like they, yeah. the dynamic is just not necessarily there. So it's like you like so then you're forced to like kind of focus on the lyrics, and the lyrics are just like. Like in the Jameson, I think you're kind of right where there's like there's like a pocket where this hits when you're just fucking feeling that fucking moment that the lyrics would like would apply, you know what I mean? And like kind of hit. But yeah, I don't know. For me, for me, it's I don't like this style of rap. Like, uh, like never like Kid Cudi because I feel like it was feel like his shit was similar to like this spree rap shit. Kid Cudi, I, I fuck with some Kid Cudi, man. Like, mm-hmm. maybe like, not thinking of the right rapper, but it's just this style where it's very auto tuned and it's like has a ton of reverb and shit on it, and it's very quiet. Yeah, well, I mean, like, which one of you guys mentioned SoundCloud rappers? Because that's that's definitely like where this like sp- like starts from. It's like, um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's like I just think like. It's a, yeah, it's a kind of like a genre, like a of like a subset of rap or like hip hop that like I I wouldn't often listen to. This this beat the beat reminds me of um, what's his fucking name? The dude's been making beats online forever. Urban Nerd. Uh, you guys, uh, have you guys all listen to Urban Nerd beats? No. Just plug it into YouTube. You'll probably find some sort of like noise you can like do homework to or school or, or <laughs> work around. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like. Yeah, it's just sad, man, and it's a sad song. I I fully expected everyone to dislike this song, and I would say I probably like this isn't a song that I listen to often, but it like you said, it there's definitely a specific time where I can throw this on. It's almost like a comforting song. Yeah. Hey, man. But yeah, I mean, damn. What it's a it's a good it's a this playlist ended up being an interesting ride. Oh, jeez. Nick again. He's disappeared on us again. He but his, invis- his vis- invisibility cloak on again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, like what a like coming off those two eighty songs right into that. Like I was like I was like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a different energy for sure. Yeah. Oh man. What about so? Let's start. Let's go through Dusty. What would be like your your best and worst of those of Jameson's list here? Hmm. I don't think the best would probably be Blue Monday, in my opinion. This transforms me back to playing Vice City and all the nostalgia of being a young teenager. Took you right down there. The street. That or watching, like I said, watching Scarface. Felt a very Scarface song. I always enjoyed that movie. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I wasn't. Little Peep was not for me. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Caleb? What's your what's your tops and bottoms? So um, I'm tempted to pick Hank Williams Jr. because it's a great song, um, but kind of within the same vein as it being, you know, a guilty pleasure thing. Um, that's that's too easy to pick. It's awesome, but I was like, you know, really surprised and intrigued by Panic at the Disco. Like I thought that was kind of the one that really stood out to me. Um, overall, I really liked the playlist. Um, mm. But mm. yeah, like it, it kind of gave me mm. like, a new view on 
on their work and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't hate this anymore. I was just being a 15 year old tool or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously <laughs> little Pete, man, RIP little peep, but your music is worse than those awful Easter marshmallow candies. Ooh. <laughs> Peeps. Didn't, didn't well, like never it. I didn't like those ever. No, no one does. No. Correction. My dad does for some inexplicable fucking reason. That's true. My girlfriend likes them. She can have them. Oh my right. god, two of them? Ugh. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Nick, what about you, man? What what do you got for your top and bottom on the on, on Jameson's guilty pleasures list? Top and bottom? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> top i'm gonna have to put hank williams because that's i'm gonna have to say that that's not a song i'd actually ever heard before and i really enjoyed it listening to it um for apparently my first time and i'm probably gonna keep going back to that one on my own time uh yeah. bottom <laughs> on my own time <laughs> bottom oh man I'm, I'm probably gonna have to put a little peep down there yeah no disrespect to the dead but I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Actually, shockingly, mine mirrors Nick. Like, like, again, no disrespect to to the to the to the dead, but I just yeah, the little peep song hit me the least. But but that Hank Williams song, man. Like for some reason, like I kept digging back into that song. <laughs> like, dude, I'm I'm so happy because I feel like it should be in everyone's rotation. If you're doing anything country, that sh- song should be a part of your life. It's like, just that great. This made me want to <laughs> go do some some sort of redneck shit. Like I haven't thought about that in for fucking ever, man. I feel like it. Uh... <laughs> Is Nick putting a boot on? <laughs> or he's taking a boot off. Taking a boot off. That boy is getting redneck right now, on on air. Oh, is he throwing on the Put shit on kickers? The... Is he going yeah. cowboy boots? <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Where's well, the spurs? Damn, I got one shit kicker on. That's really all I have the energy to put on. Fair <laughs> enough. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah, solid list though, man. Like I, I walked away with like a few new things though. Like I was having to figure out what my tops would be, and honestly, like yeah. Blue Monday and Small Town Boy were both like were both really solid also. But yeah, dude. I don't know, man. These guilty like I I like the idea, we've talked about it before, but I like the idea of slapping together like five tracks of like guilty quote unquote pleasures, you know, or whatever. But uh I yeah, I think this is a fun like kind of kind of like playlist uh, exercise. Like have you did you guys dig like going like like doing this, doing this sort of thing that just like the five track kind of slap together. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Or Actually, six tracks. If you include the docs on a couple, <laughs> I did like that part. I, I, I liked having a two, two targets of, of criticism in one episode. That was kind of dynamic and exciting. Yeah. So you can just talk good. shit about two people's music tastes instead of, instead of just one hammering onto one person the entire <laughs> spread that field of fire out a little bit we'll save that for guests we'll save yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yes so we can eviscerate them i i agree it was nice to you know like not not take music too seriously which i am guilty of but because you know on the on the one hand like when we did my playlist sadly we lost half of it and then i have to live with jameson talking shit about my absolute favorite musical artist of all time so it will never end it's it's nice to to you know get to hear like stuff that you guys maybe feel even slightly embarrassed about and 
<laughs> well, at the same time, no guilt. Like, who cares? You like it, what you like. That's it's cheers. nice to hear, like, I was trying to explain to Amy, like, I think we all, because of our connection to music as friends group, um, like, we all have a certain level of musical snobbery. And <laughs> this is a very good exercise to kind of just set that aside and say, fuck it. I like this, and you guys are all going to enjoy it too now. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. And um, I'm guilt. you know, after this round, we do have uh, we have the technically the last uh, old heart radio host kind of playlist with our uh, Lucas coming on, which you guys have never met before. So that'll be a really interesting interaction. That'll be the next guest, and then shortly after that, we'll have an episode featuring. Uh, and this is a real person, dear hot dogs, Jasper St. Germain. All Ooh. right. So we. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of it. It's another story for another day as far as names go. I don't know why in my head, but I've always called Jasper Jaspartan in my head. Jaspartan. I think he, he went by that on like MySpace or something. Did he? I, okay. I remember Jaspartan yeah. from something. I'd call so. him Jaspartan randomly too. So. I don't know. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to what, what kind of weird weird music stuff he's going to bring to the table because that dude has some diverse taste. He, he really digs for that it stuff. Wasn't, it wasn't too weird. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wait. Oh, we have the playlist. I haven't seen it yet. They're in there. Yeah, me too. I got to go uh, check it out. In the meantime, we'll end this one. Well, Caleb, any final thoughts from you, my friend? Um, sorry, I had to run away. I had to pee worse than I ever have, and maybe in my life. Did it go all right? Yeah, everything's great. Um, I <laughs> am sad that I missed what Jameson was saying, but I'll just have to listen to it when it comes out. Mm. Cool. Sometimes um, you you have to just let those profound moments happen, man. <laughs> but speaking of profound moments, and since you since you asked, put me on the spot. I just, I mean, I'm probably parroting everything we've said already, but. I just like the thing that was most illuminating about the guilty pleasures thing was like as time's gone by like I don't have any real guilt and it doesn't seem like you guys do either about stuff you like oh, not at all. we have such nope. you know the the five of us have such different uh tastes in music with some overlap um and you know maybe like 15 years ago um we would have been like, oh, you're you're a douche because you like this. <laughs> and now it's like, it seems so stupid. And it's just like, you know what? Like, if it's like that, what is her name? Marie Kondo. If it brings you joy, keep it. If it doesn't, <laughs> then, you know, whatever, get rid of it. But I found I some new stuff. I found some shit that I'm going to make fun of you guys for just because that's fun. But yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's that's another one we got kind of like in the works there. I like I love the idea that Jameson presented of doing a round where we kind of like pick through, you know, the playlist and find like 10 tracks or so of like things that we didn't get. And Jameson, just to clarify. Yeah. Were you thinking of like like finding like the artist and then diving into them and then finding like, like a different track by that artist? That was my thought. Yeah, because mm -hmm. because I've found several artists from different playlists that I've been that I've really liked, and so I thought it'd be fun. So artists from other people's playlists, but no no repeat tracks that have been covered before. Yeah. So say that's say Kingdom's not going to be on here. It won't be. Because it's it already will been on another playlist. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Sorry, Caleb. Sorry. 
but should be missing out. Well, you <laughs> can't repeat yeah. it. So we got a lot of good, like we got somebody, some like some good stuff cooking, man. We got some good like playlists coming up. So I would say hot dogs. Keep checking and keep listening because I'm gonna do a better job, I promise, of posting the playlists online somewhere for you to follow. I guarantee you, like that guy in the suit commercials. Uh, the, the men's warehouse guy yeah that guy i guarantee you're gonna, like you're gonna like the way you look you're gonna like the way you look no, no free clout bleep bleep the name of that clothing store out before yeah, you yeah. release this More no like free clout good point. good point they owe us a nickel they owe us a... <laughs> i think we should also probably um speaking of jeremiah and the reason you haven't been able to post things is we probably shouldn't name playlists after any kind of bodily injuries from the it seems to be bad luck <laughs> cracker, man. Yeah, still riding that one that high you know that <laughs> i'm gonna name my next playlist the penis smasher no <laughs> i'm gonna name mine the ejaculator <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I'll name mine Peronis disease. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll leave it there. Does anybody have any final words? A word? Mustard. Perhaps? We got one. Yes. Mustard. Yes. Aeoli. Ooh. <laughs> Aeoli. <laughs> Dusty, what about you? Reef. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, mustard, gas, aioli, queef, stranger. <laughs> Good day. Good day. <laughs>